Coach, I guess just your initial impressions on Maverick McIver and what he's been able to do over the last several months. Um, uh, mostly it's been a lot of rehab, uh, working with our uh, training staff to kind of get him to the point where we can let him kind of go once we open up here and everything. And I think initially it's going to be a little bit on him to kind of control what he's doing and all that so we don't go backwards in the, uh, the rehab process. But a uh, uh, really bright guy in the, the meetings we've had over the summer. Um, done a nice job in the weight room. Uh, Coach Scholes has pointed out a couple times kind of his uh, leadership or kind of take charge, which I, I kind of got that from the first time I met him. Um, kind of has the, all the right characteristics of a guy you want leading your football team. So really excited that. And now um, the thing I haven't got to see yet is how he throws the football because <laughs> it's summertime. So, um, But his grasp of the offense has been really, really good. Um, the other quarterbacks have kind of said that he's, he's picked it up and kind of knows it and is able to kind of distribute it out to everybody. So I uh, look forward to seeing him tomorrow, kind of grab some reps and actually see what we got. Coach, in the spring, you got a chance to play with some of you got to get a chance to coach with some of these players, but there you were missing a bunch of receivers who were being held out with injuries. How excited are you looking at getting to get to coach those guys now at this point? Now that it's the fall and you're getting ready for full go. Oh, it's uh, it's been really good getting up in the summer and seeing some of Coach Scholes' workouts. It's uh, they do a lot of position specific things so I mean I kind of when I come up I try to pick a different position to watch and uh, one day I come up and I'm watching the outside receiver group and you're seeing 10 guys run around and I think I'd seen four of those guys really do much in the spring so there's a there's new guys and guys are back and then uh, the incoming guys or guys coming off injury so it's that and uh, I mean in the same way at, I mean at tight end you add you get you're adding a junior college kid in that can that we think can come in and help us pretty quick. Um, at running back, you had a, a grad transfer guy, so all those. But it's really looking forward to kind of seeing where we're at tomorrow and seeing what we kind of got. And then with the receivers a little bit, it's going to be where where does everybody fit? Um, I mean, we've we've talked about Keyshawn, and I think he's going to take some kind of work outside a little bit right now for us. So it's, that's a change for him, but it's also it's a, kind of a new spot to kind of see his skill set. So we're doing that with a few guys. So it's uh, kind of exciting to kind of see where everybody's at, but it's also how fast can we get them there because uh, it's not spring anymore. We don't have six months until we, we play a game. we got about, what, four or five weeks. And while I imagine you'll be spending most of your time with the quarterbacks, what other position groups are you really going to be paying attention to, to, to to see how they play out? Well, it's uh, getting some of those guys, like you said, injured that were back. I mean, on the offensive line, you're adding in two guys that have played and we think can contribute to us uh, right now. So all of a sudden that changes that depth and also how does everybody fit within that. Uh, a big part of our spring uh, kind of what we wanted to get done or our objectives was to make sure we had the guys in the right positions to get the, the best 11 on the field. Well, you add back in. Uh, Jack, you had back in Deaton, you had back, I mean, Vasher missed a good bit of the spring. You get other guys that were dinged up. I mean, Keyshawn's back healthy now, coming off track, all those things. So you had all that in. Now it's like, well, who's the best 11 now? Um, so it's going to be a, it's going to be a kind of a fast-paced deal off the bat. Like we're doing it offense line to see those guys kind of in there. How does that stabilize the offense line? Uh, do we have the right guys now at the other line positions, at the receiver spots? How's the depth kind of start to solidify a little bit? Because in the spring you're playing with. 
three and four deep. I mean, we'll start off that way, but we're really working toward a, a two deep with a third guy as a rotational guy. So it starts to get a little bit uh, a little bit tighter, and I mean, the kids kind of feel that. It's I need to get to the top of the depth chart if I want to play. Coach, uh, since you've been, you know, you guys have been here about seven, eight months, and you didn't recruit most of these players with how much of it is a balance act between how much you want the players to fit your system versus how much you have to tweak your system to fit with what you have on the field? Well, there's some uh, philosophical things that we believe in that we're going to, we're going to, uh, we're going to do. And most of those things are, can adjust. I mean, like I like tempo. I like to go fast. Well, we're going to go as fast as our guys can handle it. And also we're going to run what we think our best plays are. Um, I mean, first year we kind of did this we were about 40 percent tempo last year we were about 60 percent tempo what will we be this year well that'll be dependent on what our guys can handle what what's the best place for them um so we kind of have some philosophical things that we will do and we're going to that um but then everything else revolves around who you got and how can you take advantage of that so it's 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 way more about players and plays i mean i we tell them that all the time it's what they do more than what what we're bringing in or how we do it it's it's who can make a play for us so we're we're lean on that a lot one of those new players bringing in a guy like rj turner who has you know years of experience what 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 did you guys need in offense well just uh i mean first and foremost i mean he's been a quality player at uh, at a pretty uh, pretty high level for a a good football team i'm watching kind of his highlights and kind of going through his career and he put together some uh, some really good video against good people and and he also knew how to make a, a good highlight tape for us to watch I mean the the first plays on the tape were against Ole Miss and Auburn and those and everything and then it went for a long time and uh, so that and then just meeting him and um, kind of getting to know him a little bit he's a he's a mature kid he's an adult he and we think he can come in here and kind of on top of being a guy can contribute and play for us and give us good football plays um, we think he can also be a guy in the room that you can point because we got a lot of young wide receivers that we can kind of point to and say hey this is this is a pro this is how a guy acts this is how you train this is how you get yourself ready uh, this is how you play on game day so kind of using him as a kind of a, as a senior in that way even though he's he's not been here but he is he's been through it and he and he's kind of put himself in that position that he knows what he's doing coach kind of staying on receivers for a moment uh, who impressed you the most with what they did in the spring and maybe from what you've been able to glean in the summer or what you've heard about in the summer at uh, any of the receiver positions? Well, EZ has uh, kind of stood out the most, and, and we've talked about it a bunch. Uh, um, Eric, I, I can't say his last name or pronounce it correctly, so I won't mess, with, I won't mess it up. But it's, uh, we, I just call him EZ. But, um, and his best ability, we told him, was his availability. I mean, he was one of the few guys that made it through all – I mean, went through all 15 practices, and you could just see a – steady incline throughout the whole thing and really probably his best football was at the end of spring which that kind of gives us the idea that's where we're going to start off with tomorrow and then we're just going to keep climbing with him so he really kind of jumped up uh, Caden Leggett similar got a lot of reps and you could see really progress in a a good way Um, uh, Dalton Rigdon on the inside again played got a bunch of reps and showed us that he's a guy we can count on in those positions and a lot of the other guys were kind of in and out and we're dinged up a little bit so it's uh well how fast can we get them there and i mean availability is the best ability you got because we need you there all the time and coach shoals does a great job of helping keep those guys on the field so we're we're looking forward to that but um those guys kind of jumped out in the spring and and did a nice job to kind of put themselves in position that we're kind of counting on them now and now we get to add some other guys in that have played before uh that it just makes it a lot more competitive and a lot uh, deeper group 
And from what you've seen of Alan, Alan Bowman, what do you like most about him, and what are you going to be trying to coach him up on the most tomorrow? Well, his uh, his accuracy is is really remarkable. What he's able to do and throw the football where he wants to on a consistent basis. That's what's probably stood out to me the most going back through watching all the video from the spring is is how accurate he is. Um, I think he's uh, – and what he does is he gets rewarded for some uh, – what I call some – I don't like his footwork all the time, and he gets himself out of position a little bit. But uh, it's hard to it's the it's the old coaching point. Hey, hey, let's do this and this and this. And it's like he looks at me and says, "Coach, I threw it right on his face, and he ran for thirty yards." I'm like, "Yeah, but you could have got your feet right." It's hard to it's sometimes hard to fix those when it's working. So, um, but he's he's extremely accurate with the football, and then his uh, kind of a student of the game, kind of the stuff that I thought when I met him in high school, what he would be, uh, he's that way. He's in the office. He's studying it. He's talking about it. He's asking questions. Um, the other day he comes in and says, hey, coach, we had this play on, and I did this and this because they did this. Is that okay? And I'm like, did it work? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, you can do it. Uh, I mean, he, but he's looking outside. He's trying to become a master of the position as fast as he can, and that's been really good. Um, I mean, the biggest thing we'll work on is trying to get him in a consistent uh, kind of consistent foot using his feet to get himself in the best balanced position so he can be even more accurate. But also what that does is kind of helps him with his arm angle a little bit. And that's the only thing really we had any issues with the spring. We had some balls tipped. And, and some of that was because he does change his arm angle on some throws because he want, because he knows how to kind of make that. And he puts himself off balance. If I can make him more balanced, then his arm angle is naturally higher, less balls get tipped. So we've got some things to work on and all that. And then him just running those plays over and over again so he becomes the kind of the master of the offense. What does the ideal tight end look like for the David Yost offensive system? Uh, nothing like me. Uh, but, uh, no, um, we, we, I've been around some really, really good ones in my time. I mean, I, I like, we like them tall. Uh, we like them fast, and then as physical as we can get. Uh, we're really excited at what kind of DT has kind of kind of done since we've gotten here. And his body looks different when you guys get a chance to see him moving around. He he doesn't look like a big wide receiver anymore. He looks like a. I mean, he's a true tight end. I mean, he's 245 to 246 pounds, and I mean, he's a he's a big guy that can really move in that. And and I think that's the kind of the position a lot of our guys. Tyler Carr has kind of cut actually cut down his weight to get into the the 240s, and he's a big body guy that we think we can really kind of use in the center of the field. Uh, Simon Gonzalez, he's 20 plus pounds heavier than he when he showed up in January. Um, so they're all, kind of all moving that way, but. Uh, size i mean you'd like to always say it's going to be six four plus to six five i mean i've had guys as tall as six six um and that 240 to 250 because they're going to need that on them that way now and we want to be able to run because we want to be able to stand them up but we also understand when you stand up a 240 250 pound guy and have them run very much it does wear on their body so uh that's why you need more than one in that way but uh tall and mean and fast is kind of the best way to describe them and where are you in your offensive implementation, and is it about where you wanted to be at this point? Uh, yeah, we got everything in in the spring. Um, there was nothing in the spring that we kind of didn't get reps of. Now, now is the process of what are we good at, and what can we hang our hats on. And it's it's funny to watch the video, where it's interesting. There's there's certain things that our kids got really fast, and when you you look back at kind of why most of it is stuff they'd done before. They're similar concepts or similar run schemes or similar techniques we're using. Well, they were good at that a lot quicker. And some of the things they struggled at are 
are different than what they've done in the past. Uh, and it, it was kind of a little backwards from when I first got to Utah State about, well, we got good at this play really quick, but we weren't as good at this one. This coming to Texas Tech, we're really good at this one, but we're not as good at the other one. It's, it's so it's it's a work in progress that way. But everything's kind of in now. It's just figuring out what we're what we're really good at and what's going to be we kind of hang our hats on. Carlos, the last final one. Coach, uh, I know you talk about this um, te- uh, the up tempo style for the offense. I guess how do you kind of mentally prepare the offensive linemen, or how do you kind of train them for for, for what they're going to be doing in the fall? Uh, Coach Scholes does some stuff in the summer that uh, I think is. As, as good as it gets as far as um, kind of implementing football thought process to it and doing things where it's a it's kind of a start and stop type situation where um, if you guys can't watch it they're they're pushing sleds they're pushing these they're called prowlers but it's basically a sled with weight on they're pushing that and then as soon as they finish that they get a they get basically a code from the coaches about one of our that that makes them think football so it's not just it's not just run to run or push to push or just be strong but it's all of a sudden they hear a code from one of the strength coaches and then they got to go line up as the offensive line and take their initial few steps on the whistle and then as soon as that ends boom they're sprinting over to their next spot coming together and really when they sprint again they have to get back down in their stance because of what we do because it's a it's kind of a learned thing that I mean you play as fast as you can then you got to hustle to the next spot and and we push them we try to get them there we work we talk we work harder between the whistle than any other team in the country everybody's going to work hard after the whistle uh, everybody's going to work hard after the snap till the whistle we're going to work hard at from the whistle to the next snap and harder than most people and probably everybody that way so um, but coach Scholes has some things to try to help simulate that so they're getting used to that up down mentality that go stop get ready to go that six second competitor where you get you're not getting 25 seconds in between plays you're getting about uh, 11 to 14 and within that time you got to be thinking football and you got to be getting lined up and moving to the next spot so he does a great job of that but that's a little bit of that and then tomorrow you're if you could see it coach farmer will be chasing coach farmer coach Tomardall, and coach Cano will be chasing the old lineman from spot to spot as we're uh, running through practice.